What is happening, everybody? What is good in the hood? This is your man's the one, and this is the state of basketball, and that is the man in the middle, big storm. What's going on, bro? Hey, what's going on, man? I uh, want to wish everybody happy uh, belated Memorial Day. Unfortunately for me, uh, not the best of uh, memories, uh, so I'm still working through that. Uh, but you know, now it's over. I'm personally all right, but. I wish everyone else had a great holiday. I know you did uh, your traditional. Keep talking. Uh, the cat just walked out. I can shut the door now. <laughs> your traditional Memorial Day barbecue, and I'm sure you'll tell us about it here uh, shortly with all what was on the menu, how everyone got down. So, uh, yeah, let us know how it went. How did it go for your annual barbecue? What was on the menu? What went down? Well, the annual barbecue was absolutely fabulous, as it always is. Uh, the wife and I always think we have a plan laid out, and we do. If we stick to the plan, it always works out. But no, you know, my uh, neurotic ass always has to get all jumpy. But this one, I will say, I wasn't all kind of crazy towards the towards tea time on this one. Uh, like I normally am. So, but I think we had a, a pretty good plan laid out over a three day period. So I worked out the menu. We had a um, smoked 15 pound brisket. We had a, we have, I think I have four baby back ribs I put on smoked as well. Uh, smoked a couple salmon planks to uh, do uh, the salmon balls. I think I did some chicken legs. All the meat was smoked. Um, except for the hot dogs and the bratwurst that I did on the flat top fair style. You know what I'm saying? So they had those good char marks on them. Fabulous. <laughs> so, and then I think the sides I did, uh, you know, old classic uh, baked beans, but I did them on the smoker when I took all the meat off. So I uh, did them on the smoker. Then I did a crab mac and cheese that I also did on the smoker. So um, a lot of good smoke flavor from wood that we get in my backyard. So it was pretty great. <laughs> I would have been out there today's show, but it was too damn hot, bro. Man, it was, I, it's ridiculous hot. Like, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it took my ass in the house. Air conditioning <laughs> office. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how it is, man. Uh, we had a good turnout. You know what I mean? Had some new people come through. Uh, that has never experienced a Memorial Day get-together, uh, but we had good fun. We had some cornhole, um, had some people throwing uh, throwing on Michigan boards that, you know, aren't fans. So if you go play cornhole, you got to throw these Michigan boards. Uh, but my brother-in-law talked about them so bad, I think he's going to make me a pair, make me a, a set, but then, you know, I have them for Michigan. So, but... <laughs> He's like, this is trash. <laughs> well, that's so, the thing. We're, we're, haters gonna hate, right? That's no, I think he was more. I think if it was IU, I think he was still gonna say it was a trash board. <laughs> I mean, it was a novelty board. I mean, we play on it, but it's something that you really just hang on the wall, make it look good. Like, oh, look what I got. So it's not. It's not professional. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got a professional hole. <laughs> We're going to leave it alone right there. We're going to leave it alone right there. 
But yeah, man, um, it was a rough weekend as in that we only had one game to watch, but it was an exciting game and it was a game seven and it leads us right into what we love to talk about, NBA Finals. This is where you say you guys make your contracts. This is where you make money at, at the finals. So um, a lot of today's conversation is going to be about these finals, but we have a couple of things we need definitely. to get to. Definitely. I'm definitely excited. That, that's definitely uh, not only that's where you make your money, but that's also where you get your legacy. And that's what it's all about. If you're really trying to be that type of player, uh, then you definitely want to make your name known or man- want to make that signature moment or moments uh, in the finals. Correct. All right, so uh, let's get into it because the network is packed with shows back to back to back uh, this evening. So I uh, don't want to dilly-dally. We're going to get right into it. I think following us is super kicking it with Steven. Uh, a couple pay-per-views and wrestling coming up. Uh, so I know he's got a really hot show, him and Greg. So uh, we're going to segue into them. Ooh, Ric Flair's darling daughter charlotte flair she got married over the weekend and rick had on an all pink suit nigga. i believe that i believe that as soon as woo. they both kiss woo you know at some point in the evening there was some woos it <laughs> was some wooing going hey, on hey how about i heard that he was coming out of retirement again to wrestle one more time i'll ask steven about it I mean, as much as I love Ric Flair, as much as he is my favorite of all time, I don't know, bro. I don't know if I could I could continue to watch you uh, flubber all around in the ring, man. I like the stuff on the outside, which you commentate with this black guy who really has his voice. I don't know if you heard the dude in AEW that imitates Rick. It's a black guy. If you ain't looking at him, I guarantee you he sounds just like Rick. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, he does the... The uh, shoulder, the elbow drop on the coat jacket and everything. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I don't know. We'll check that out. Um, I don't have anything for high school. Um, Not really their season, so we'll jump in. So not really popping in NCAA right now. Um, I guess you could just say everybody, that kind of segues to the NBA because everybody's getting ready for the draft. You know, teams is finishing up the or the all, uh, what? Is it 28 other teams that aren't playing, you know, or, you know, and looking at, you know, the young guys and, you know, bringing in guys into camp and stuff like that. So not really much going on with them. So um, I guess we'll jump into the WNBA, get their news out the way. Uh, some local news, the Indiana Fever, they fired the previous coach and they hired on the interim status a um, – Somewhat a local name here in Indianapolis. Uh, Carlos Knox is their uh, interim head coach. Um, if you have known the name, um, he uh, played high school basketball here in Indiana. Um, and he also played for um, IUPUI, which is Indiana Purdue University in Indianapolis. So uh, they got two names that people most know. George Hill, who is currently with the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I know he'd be one track, one contract all over the place but he is currently with the Milwaukee Bucks. And uh, Carlos, you know, and his name, his jersey is actually in the Raptors at the Coliseum uh, for his contributions at uh, IUPUI. Good deal, yeah. Uh, I'm definitely excited. 
he's definitely a player we definitely played against throughout the years uh playing here locally uh in the city we definitely put in our time and we can say we play with some of the best in our air uh we were out there and a lot of times we were still giving it to him uh but yeah uh definitely congratulations to him uh well earned uh definitely has a basketball mind so it's just about uh getting everyone to buy in. He definitely uh, already got his first win. Uh, so, you know, good luck to him, and uh, we definitely support him. First game, first win. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's hot right there. You know what I'm saying? That's a good start. It can only go down from there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no. You never um, know. You never know. You never, you never know. know. Um, I think he's, he's a youngsters. He's a good dude. You know what I mean? I, I don't know him personally. I know him through the hoop scene. You know, I mean, uh, I played played against him. You know, quite a few quite a few years in the rec league and a lot of the the money tournaments and things like that. When I played with Big D and Heads to Bed, uh, Carlos. I mean, he's one of those guys that when they talk about jump shots around the city that we forget about. I mean, the dude's got a nice clip and he can shoot that thing from pretty far away. Now I knew he was in the in the coaching thing. I knew he worked for one of the organizations or the Pacers or the Fever, but I didn't know he was on that level of where he was going to be, you know, head coaching of a professional, professional um, uh, basketball team. So that's pretty cool, man. Like, so we played against Butler's old head coach and we played against the Fever's interim head coach. Well, I like he's got a he's got a little uphill battle. I like to see him do well. I like to see him get the interim tag off as a head coach. So, um, who knows? Let's see where we go. Definitely be uh, watching. And they do uh, play tonight, 7 p.m., ESPN3. Uh, yes, they do. So I'm going to have to – I do get to get three. I don't know. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's today. Yeah. Because sometimes they be throwing this shit on Facebook and you can't find it. It's like, oh, the game's on Facebook. Where? I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> – but I got a little device that allows me to uh, watch games that uh, they say are televised that aren't. So right. <laughs> it's a good night, too, because there's nothing on but hockey. Right. Have fun with that. I ain't going to lie. I've been watching the final. I mean, the hockey playoffs, bro. <laughs> Dude, I, I'll give it to you, but it's just. Uh, I mean, I saw a dude get checked at the wall the other day. I was like, ooh, that looks like 80s NFL. Uh, other thing for the WNBA. Um, if you are a basketball person, you know this name. Uh, Simone Augustus. Um, a talented, you know, three, four player um, in the NBA or the WNBA from uh, the Minnesota Lynx. Four-time WNBA champion, uh, 2011 Finals MVP, eight-time All-Star, and she was a member of the 25th anniversary team for the WNBA. She can flat out hoop. She can flat out score the ball, and she was a fabulous player. Um, as she's retired from basketball, Minnesota has put her number up in the Rafters. Um, I forgot what their, their arena is called. They play where the Timberwolves. Target Center or something That like might that? be it, something like that. But yeah, they got a number up there, man. Another name that's 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 synonymous with women's basketball. Yeah, so it, I mean, it's about time. So uh, the fact that they're doing it is awesome. Uh, we just need to keep it up, keep it moving. Uh, what they need is everyone's support, right? We need uh, 
to support the women. So make sure that we're doing that any way that we can. Hello, Daniel. <laughs> hey, uh, a little plug for the Dukes of football. Uh, Dan and I return tomorrow night at 8 o'clock sharp. I think I tagged it at 8.05 sharp. The Dukes of football return for a preview show to get you guys warmed up for the upcoming football season for NCAA and NFL. So it ought to be fun. So check it out tomorrow night. All right. Now back to uh, what is at hand. I forgot what things I'm even doing. What am I doing? I'm just hitting buttons. All I'm doing is hitting buttons. Well, whatever <laughs> makes you feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> he tells me to hit the buttons and I continue to hit the wrong buttons. All right. Uh, so now let's jump into the bed. Okay. Here it is. We got one thing to talk about before we get into the NBA finals. Maybe Jimmy Butler. Uh, yeah, Darwin definitely Jimmy Buckets. <laughs> Jimmy Buckets, boy. I got, I got a question for you. I got a question for you right here in a second. But uh, Darwin Helm, I know we talked about it last week or last show uh, about his potential or uh, about him being the front runner since Jawan said, nah, I'm good. I'm going to stay in Michigan. Um, has now been named the head coach of the Lakers. I like Darwin. He's paid his dues. It sucks that he's coming into what I feel is a, a, a lose-lose situation. Um, but, you know, you can't turn down your shots. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think I saw a chart, man. There's, at this point, um, I think the, the league is split between teams of African-American coaches to non-African-American coaches uh, in the NBA. So diversity is being shown um, in a market that is 95% African-American. Yeah, well, the NBA has always been a leader uh, when it comes <laughs> to diversity and giving everyone a chance. And uh, it's, it just further shows that. Um, I feel like the players that play in the NBA love the NBA. Obviously, it's not perfect, but I, I don't see them trashing it or trashing um, – anything about the league. I feel like the league goes above and beyond uh, for equality uh, and acceptance of whatever, uh, whoever you are. Um, so I, I, I just nothing but part to the course. And I have to commend the NBA for one out of the three major sports. Um, they figured out how to um, market their their um word I'm looking for their 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 audience yeah you know what I'm saying market their audience you know what I'm saying the NFL does it they try to say that they're uh inclusive and and diverse but you see by the things that happen with particular players and things that don't happen with particular players you know and how uh certain people are hired and not hired we know for sure that they're not we know we don't really pay attention too much to baseball, but I would have to ask, uh, you know, people of more of the Hispanic culture because that's who really, you know, runs baseball. You know what I mean? So do they market to their culture? You know what I mean? But the NBA, David, uh, started with David Stern, now in with Silva. Um, he has all the people in the right places to go after and market to who's playing and who's watching their game. Definitely. I mean, it's simple. And, it's and simple. They definitely found that balance between your your demographics at the games and then your demographics that are at home watching on TV or at the bar 
or, you know, at a friend's house with, you know, they, they found that balance. 100% agreed. I guarantee you, um, the white culture wouldn't know a whole lot about African-American culture if it wasn't for some of these home games. I mean, have you been to some of these home games, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, but it's, it's, it's cool to see um, him get that opportunity. Um, there's been so many scenarios floating around with rumors of trading and different pieces and nothing. Man, I'm not commenting on nothing until I see something when the season starts. Because at this point, it's all trash in L.A. <laughs> yeah, uh, for him, how I feel about it, it, it is a tough situation. You coming in, Garden are coaching one of the greatest players that ever played the game on his downslope. And I know, <laughs> I don't know if you, it's kind of a downslope. Like the injuries is happening more frequent, more frequently with him. Uh, the numbers are good though. Like he can still do it, but I feel like it's not as easy as it once was to do. It. Right. I ain't bouncing back from them injuries <laughs> as fast. You know what I mean? Uh, a quad bruise, you know, four or five years ago, you out maybe a game. You know, what maybe I'm a game. Maybe. Now you're now you're you know three four weeks. Yeah, <laughs> but we feel it at our age, and we yeah. you know, <laughs> and I don't even hoop. <laughs> I haven't hooped in a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, what does Dan say? I bet it would be better. Better racial than open wheel racing. Hey, bro, I 100% guarantee you. <laughs> but check this out. As the wife, we were watching the uh, uh, the, the the show lead up, the, the, race, the race pre-show on Channel 13, right? We're watching the, watching the pre-show of the race. Out of all them hundreds of thousands of people out at that damn race, guess who they find to talk about this damn race? The one. The one black guy in the suite. <laughs> hey, they making an the effort. They making an the effort. Like, I give them that. Hey, y'all still owe Angela Moorhead money, no matter how many black people y'all put on the TV. <laughs> yeah, I went there. Give a shout out to Willie T. Ribs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> where are we at? Uh, NBA, Darwin Ham, Jimmy Buckets, bro. Here's hey. my question. Good shot, bad shot. Uh, I feel like it was a good shot for me. I feel like it was. I mean, prior to knowing if it's going to hit or not, he was open. He was in rhythm. Um, he's been the only one offensively positive on that team. Uh, he's definitely the leader, and I, I don't have a problem. He just missed. He just missed. Yeah, you want to drive, but I get that point of view, but I'm not going to knock his decision-making because without him, they're not even in that position. Correct. See, I'm I'm not going to say the shot was wrong. I'm not going to say the shot was right because there were so many aspects of me coaching, eh, so many aspects of me as a player, so many aspects of me always wanting to take that winning shot. And then I'm like, looking like, man, but hindsight's 2020. I'm like, you got Al Horford backpedaling, 
and how touchy they are with the whistles right now. Hey, bro, you make that layup and you and one, Al Horford. You know what I mean? But, man, you've played 48 minutes, 45 minutes, and at that particular time, 47 minutes and 38 seconds. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's, it's, win, or, it's win or lose right here on this shot. He got a clear path. The defender is backing up. You got to step into it. You got a good look. You had good lift. You had good extension on your release. Your follow-through was there. You landed in the spot you took off from. Everything was perfect except it didn't go in. I ain't got no problem with the shot. You know what I mean? Shit. Great look. You just missed it. Definitely. That's how I feel. Like, without him, like, he is definitely – is he top 10 for you right now playing in the NBA? Uh, currently in the NBA playing? Oh, hell yeah, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, no, like 10. playing, yeah, in active players, active players in the league. Oh, yeah, he's top 10 in the active players. No, because hands his, down. To me, matter of fact, I don't even think it was a question. I don't think to it was me, a question. His untangibles is what's off the hook for him. It's not going to be the stat book all the time. It's the intangibles that he just far and beyond blows away. Yeah, you got to – you get, and then I love it for the fact that he's a Juco player, bro. <laughs> you a Juco player going to your second finals. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Tyler, Tyler J.C. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't get – I can't knock somebody from that. I mean, I, I understand the hustle. So that lets you know that he's got grit, he's got grime, he's got determination, he's got no-lose attitude. And then heart, you know what I mean? Like they knocked him in Chicago. They knocked him in Minnesota. They knocked him in Philly. And and they finally figured out that it wasn't him that was being knocked. It was everybody else who couldn't live up to his standards. I work hard. I grind it. How can you have everything given to you at the toppest level? You know what I'm saying? I went Juco and, you know, Weber State or some shit. You know what I mean? Where'd he go? Uh, uh, he went where Dwayne Wade went somewhere. Uh, 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 yes, Marquette. Marquette, yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? You go to Kentucky, you know what I'm saying? You go to LSU, you go here, and you guys got no drive, no fight. I can't work with you. You go down to Miami where you got a coach who's been down talk. I've talked about him like, oh, that's Pat Riley's puppet. I can't talk about him being Pat Riley's puppet because he's a took what? Three, four teams to the finals now. Yeah. Hey, I get. Hey, Earth supposed to get all my credit, bro. Yeah. And you Good really job. Do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. So Definitely. Jimmy Butler's a hard worker. He's a grinder, and I like that. And he's found those type of guys in Miami. You he's look at their team. He found a culture that fit him. Yeah. And who let me down? Who I thought fit that culture real well was Bam. Bam mm. let me down. I don't. I don't know if he has some some injuries. I mean, Bam's still young, right? Yeah. Was his third year? Yeah, third year, something like that. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have much room. Like he doesn't got a lot of rope. Cause yeah. um, there's boys. You know, their fourth, fifth year. How long did it take Giannis? Uh, but but Giannis, Giannis, he's what, time. So it took him about five, right? It took it him about took five him years. Ba- it took him about three to four years for everybody to be like, hey, we need to start paying attention to this guy up here in Milwaukee with this superb physique. 
And then it was about that fourth, fifth year. We talk about Giannis being, you know, one of the, the five best players in the league. You know what I'm saying? So he can learn from that. There's been a lot of players. You think of the late great Kobe that the playoff series where he just kept putting up shots, putting up shots. It wasn't hidden, but eventually got it. So he has a little leeway, but uh, between See, the I don't think three, it was about years, the shots with Bam for me. It wasn't, yeah, he could have took more shots. No, well, it's just, it, it, it just it's not felt about like shots. He, it's about that, that drive yeah, uh, I, to drive to get better. I said I, that because that's what I thought about with Kobe was okay. that he was still trying to, to he, he was trying to get there. And he evolved each of those, you know, years. It didn't come to him that rookie year. It didn't come right, to him right. that first time in the playoffs. So that second time, it came when Shaq came, and then, you know, it was on and popping. So um, I feel like he definitely has the team. He just has to exert himself, and he does have a little time, but not forever because that window, yeah. I'm telling you, man, three, four you can't, years. You can't play eight, like you did in the regular season. Like you said, I took it as a thing that you always say. Your legacy is made in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? You can't give me all that greatness in the regular season. Yeah. And then the playoffs, I'm like, damn, man, can Jimmy get some help? Hey, and if you pay a man a hundred some odd million to shoot the ball, then the put ball. Duncan Robinson in the game to shoot the damn ball, bro. That's my only questionable coaching move. You paid him to shoot floor spacing. You know what I'm saying? We know he can't play defense. You knew he could play defense. When he <laughs> yeah, that didn't change. You know what I'm saying? He was there to shoot put the him ball. in the zone. Put him hey, in the zone. Listen, put him in the corner. Shoot. <laughs> That's all How you said. feel Go about blue. Depot. I don't. <laughs> Nothing on Depot. Doesn't even get an opinion. I, I don't. Hey, it's great to see him back on the floor. There you go. <laughs> With a smile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad the Pacers ain't paying him. Uh, <laughs> yes. All right. Last thing before we get into these finals. Um, this weekend, we've, we had, or this past week, we had... Um, the winning of the Western Conference, Golden State, and we had the winner of the Eastern Conference, uh, the Boston Celtics. The NBA created two new awards this year, uh, one for each conference being the MVP of the conference. The Western Conference was given the name, the title was given the Magic Johnson Western Conference MVP Award, or yes, Western Conference Championship MVP, and the Eastern Conference was given to Larry Bird. Um I didn't even see who won the Eastern Conference, bro. Tatum. I was, I was asleep. Because I, <laughs> I was like this. Oh, my God, this game is great. I can't see it's over. I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> she had Tatum. No post game. No post game. No game. <laughs> None, bro. Uh, so we had uh, Jason Tatum in the East win the Larry Bird. And uh, Steph Curry Steph. in the West uh, win the – uh, Magic Johnson, side note, do you think that is a uh, making him the MVP? Because I thought it should have been Draymond. But giving it to Steph, do you think that's making up for the fact that they didn't give him 
um, MVP of the finals, not one of those three years when he should at least won one, maybe well, possibly two MVP the finals. First, the first, first, I feel like the one he should have won is the one Eagle Dollar won. That was but, a guarantee. But that uh, but that was the one he should have won. Other yeah. than that, I'm not going to lie. KD was – but it was the fact that KD was on that team that gave him the opportunities to be the player that he was. Here's because, Draymond Green comments yeah, on his podcast. Draymond Green versus uh, uh, my skirt, uh, my skirt <laughs> guy, uh, Westbrook. Uh, the, you can see the difference between Steph, Clay, Draymond, and Westbrook, which is not a horrible player. Average triple doubles, give him all that. But those are individual things that I feel like he is good at, or he wants fantasy. Was those good are fantasy at. numbers great? To <laughs> get you a fantasy but, title, buddy, but not an NBA one. I definitely feel like, and I don't know why Steph gets uh, undercut. Like he definitely changed the game there's not a lot of players out there that actually change the game the Preach. way the game is played like there's Preach. very few there's probably what 10 maybe 10 maybe 10 maybe 10 that will, actually change the game the change and will uh kareem jor magic i bet you can put magic and larry together because together they changed the game. Because what they actually can put all three of them together Larry, Magic, and David Stern. All three of the collectively, they changed the game. So you could put them as a, uh, like a Minotaur or some shit. And, well, we can't forget about Isaiah, though, because he beat both of them. But did he change the game? Yeah. I mean, that bad boy style, he definitely excelled at it. I mean, they had a period where it was, you know what, what I'm saying? What, 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 did the, what did the Celtics do to change the game? No, I didn't they say played the, Celtics. the same kind of ball that I didn't say the Celtics. I didn't say no, the Celtics. No, you said Larry Bird. I said Larry Magic, them, because of one their the rivalry, rivalry between the rivalry and David Stern's use of it from going from uh, a recorded finals to live, live finals. You know what I mean? That brought in the usher of magic. I mean, of Jordan being able to globalize the game. You know what I'm saying? Um, I get that. I just feel like Isaiah and them get a short, a uh, bad rap because really they did beat both of them. So that yeah. team was a good team, and I feel like the uh, you want to. What's my guy? Just retired coach. Uh, oh my gosh, forty uh, for the Pistons, Lambeer. Ah, How yes. about the fact that he was one of the one of the first fours that was shooting trays? Yeah, yeah. That wasn't a, a start of a rap. I mean, people short that team, and I don't know why. They had Hall of Famers. They got top seventy fives on them on that team. I mean, like, like shit. Everybody on that team's a Hall of Famer. Oh, that's a starting five. Isn't it? So Isaiah, why don't they get like you don't feel Dumars. like you don't feel like they helped the NBA in some way. They helped in that around that same era, right I, I before think, Jordan they, took it I, all. I think they helped, as in you know, um, bringing in visual um, effects. You know what I mean to the game. You know what I mean because they were the last team to still have that seventies, eighties type aggression. 
but still have that flair of Isaiah Thomas, you know, coming into the 90s. You know, so I, I think they did have a point, but it was more of a of a of an enemy type deal than right, a love play the, type play deal. The, play the enemy to yeah. whoever, which helped the game as well. I just I just feel like they get shortchanged a lot. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that. I mean, I ain't got nothing against them. Like shit, it matters. Yeah, when's me. the last time you talked about the bad boys? But when is the last time how, I didn't? Just you know how I mean? great, just how great that team was. Like I said, to beat the I might have talked just about beat the uh, Bulls Robin. and beat the Lakers. Yeah, I might have just talked about Robin. See, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I wasn't that big a fan. I wasn't a fan of Isaiah. I wouldn't, I mean, not to say I didn't like his game or respect his game. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of him in IU either. So, yeah. But anyway, that we did beat all off the path. What are we talking, <laughs> we talking about? Happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those two guys got the uh, first ever uh, Awards, conference yeah. I MVP definitely Awards. good with Steph. That's what led into it. Talking yeah, about Steph yeah. getting shortchanged as well when he revolutionized the game. So, yeah. I don't know why boys hate the. Uh, uh, baby face killer like that. Yeah, baby face killer. Hey <laughs> man, listen, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk bad about myself because I just found out that this nigga's name is Wardell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my dumbass blonde moment. I'm chilling, right? I'm like, damn, Wardell Junior. Okay, he must be named after his granddaddy because his dad's name is. De- uh... <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I felt blonde for a moment there. So there you have it. Uh, what are we doing? Oh, we got to do a commercial. Then it's the finals. Then we're talking about the finals. Good deal. Yep. Yeah. So get your elite performance on, damn it. Hey, I can't get over the fact that Dan made the commercial and put his calves as the last calves that you see going out the commercial. <laughs> hey, man, the man's proud of his calves. Who are you going to do? <laughs> He's got the Phil Mickelson calves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pay for that one. Uh, all right, man. NBA Finals. Golden State Warriors, they're sixth. Time uh, of the trio, Steph, Clay, the K, uh, and Draymond in the finals, their sixth appearance, going against the Boston Celtics, trying to win their 18th as a franchise. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm sorry. Like, uh, I'm going to definitely <laughs> – when it comes to the franchise, I'm Pacers all the way. They just make moves that make you 
want to pull your hair out. That's partially why I'm bald. Um, <laughs> but God bless him. I, I still just because I rock with some of the players they had. But anyway, that being said, I'm going with uh, Golden State. Uh, definitely well documented. I like the players. I like the style that they play. It's just winning basketball. You move, cut, pass. You have no like. It's poetry. It's 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 poetry in motion. It's something beautiful. It's it's team. It's um. It's just a beautiful thing to watch. So when you have that kind of offense with the type of players that they have to uh, execute it. Uh, I, I, and they've been there before. So, um, I definitely feel like they have a leg up on the Celtics who for most of them, if not all of them, they have zero championship experience. (laughs) It's, it's a big deal and they can think that they know. And sometimes ignorant is bliss. Uh, but I feel like golden state also has home court advantage. Things are stacked up. I don't, I'm not going to say Steph's going to get MVP because I'm telling you, and I've been saying this as well, as much as I like the guy, if it's a last-second type situation, it's not. He, his record speaks for itself. But he can spark a run. He can continue a run, which are good things to have as well. But that last-second shot, ugh, I feel like that's kind of why he's getting looked over a lot for those finals MVP. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, uh, we'll pick, you know, some numbers later <laughs> on here in a minute. But um, I think this is going to be actually I'm I'm thinking this is going to be a really good series. You know, what I mean, I think Boston and Golden State are going to go at it. You know, what I mean, one Tatum is one of those guys who has had an opportunity, a rare opportunity, as two other players that have shown that they've had those those moments, um, but just haven't yet ready to take a hold of them uh, from that Kobe lineage, that that select group of guys that had his number that could like, you know, hey, let's get it together. Him, Kyrie, and Devin Booker. You see those three guys, and you see what they do. You know what I mean? Jason Tatum is always being right there, but this year you see him take that next level. You know what I mean? But is that next level enough to drive a team, you know, through surmountable odds? Because they got some high odds. You know, Golden State is coming in, like I said, it's their sixth trip to the finals. They got three guys that's been together for damn near 10 years with the coach. You know what I'm saying? The coaches won titles as a player and the coach. Everything is perfectly written for them. You know what I mean? Granted, I think they, again, go state is favorable in their in their bracketing. How the shit just falls out. No disrespect to them. It's just matchups that you thought you might see, you never really got to see with any of those teams with Golden State. Not to say that they wouldn't have won or not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not they. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But this team is—they got veterans. They got young guys. You know what I mean? They got young guys is making plays. Like Jordan Poole, go blue, is all in it. You know what I'm saying? Like he's got a, a part of the Splash Brothers in the pool nickname. Like he is yeah. a part of the group. 
You know what I'm saying? And you got Anthony Wig. I mean, Wiggins. Wow. Oh, yes, Wiggins. I'm going to give the man this credit because he came Oh, is it time? I know you were skeptical on Wiggins. I give him this credit for the season. (laughs) He came at the beginning. He was doing his work. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's talking about it. I'm looking at him differently, but I'm holding my reserve. You know, so my reserve came back on my side a little bit when he came right around all-star game after, you know what after I mean? the all-star game. yeah we start to see the the minnesota wiggins and i'm like okay here we go but playoffs the guy stepped up on defense he's locking down key guys he's making key shots he's making key plays he's, he's got the win. dunk of the playoffs he's the got dunk the dunk of the playoffs hey man javarez was good too they both hey both of them ducks was absolutely fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Wiggins is the key right now. And if you think about it, for him being able to pick up the slack on the defense side, the rebounds, clay rebounds. hasn't gotten back. Rebounds. You know what I'm saying? Rebounds is key, but Clay hadn't been able to do the defensive things that he has been done in the past. And Wiggins is taking over that. You know, but then you look at it, they get a defensive stopper back in uh uh Gary Payton. He's back for the finals. You got Otto Porter Jr. is back for the finals. You know what I'm saying? So you even got old Andre Iguodala. Yeah, back for the all active for the finals. So you got all these defensive guys on a team that was performing admirably on the defensive end with a shortcomings of Steph Curry on defense. It's gonna be tough for Boston, but it's but Jason got better. Dude. You gotta say Steph's gotten way better than he used to be. Hey, listen, when the guy says, Hey, Steph. When people looking at you as a two-way player and he continues talking, Steph just stops the interview like, what? Me? I'm considered a two-way player? Yeah, bro. (laughs) All I said is he plays better than he has. That's all. He's gotten better. That's all. He's gotten better. I didn't say he was first team, second team. I'm saying he's better than he was. I don't like the fact that he was third team. Wasn't he third team? We'll talk about that next week. Next show, we talk about all those first teams, second teams. That's a whole that's a whole show in itself. <laughs> but it's gonna be tough. But Boston's good, man. Boston's good defense. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like it's gonna be more of the pressure of the moment because I feel like as good as Tatum has played this year, he's had those games. He's already yeah. showed he's got moments where he's not. And luckily, Jay um, uh, Brown Brown. Jalen Brown was able to support him in some of those, but I feel like Draymond, I feel I feel like a lot, man. I feel like Al Horford's not gonna be as big as a contributor as he hey, was. I'm, during the, I'm just happy he finally got it to the finals, bro. Yeah, I ain't got nothing against old Al, man. He's definitely played long enough. But, that was uh, old school big man, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Giannis, uh, for giving us a little bit more Al. <laughs> I feel like Looney against him. I feel like Tatum with Wiggins, Wiggins, uh, Clay with Brown, Smart. I feel like Smart's gonna give it to Clay a little bit, but don't think Clay gonna give it back to him, man. I feel like uh it depends a lot on the refs, how much they let them, how aggressive they let them, you know, play on defense. Because you know, Smart is definitely an aggressive defender. Uh, player but, of the year. The fact, but the fact is, Steph doesn't need the ball to score. 
about that? The fact that Steph will run them off screens and pass Whatever. and relocate. And I mean, Steph don't got stop. some things too now. <laughs> All three of them don't stop. All three of them don't stop. Pool, Clay, <laughs> and Steph. They just continue. Man, I you would love, I think you playing the Draymond Green position in that offense would just be in absolute fun. heaven. Right. Except for I can hit jump shots, but other than that, kill <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, I like it, man. I think it's good. I think I think Marcus Smart is going to be one of the cons in this particular series because he has had so much confidence right now with shooting the three ball. You know what I mean? I think he's gotten to, to a point where he thinks that he can actually shoot three ball and he's going to start taking shots that it shouldn't be taking, trying to keep up with the three-point arsenal that is going to come at them with Steph, Clay, Wiggins, and Poole. It's How about this, to- though? How about through the series, you would think that they shot a bunch of threes. And but really, they, they haven't. Their points in the paint is really on the low. Like, people don't even talk about how many points in the paint they get because they do. Not only can they shoot threes, but they can score in the paint. And offensive rebounds have definitely played a part in that because that's something else that they've excelled in so far in these playoffs, even with the short lineups that they play. Uh, They do rebound the ball very well, and I I like it. I mean, I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be a fun series to watch. You know what I mean? I think you're going to see moments. I think you're going to see individual moments from both sides. Key uh, key side note, you know that a Michigan player is going to be crowned the NBA champion no matter what at the yep. end Stauskas. of this series. Stauskas. Stauskas and Poole. We are all Always. over these playoffs. Hey, Dallas, it's all, <laughs> it always goes playoffs. back to Michigan. <laughs> Go blue. Yeah, We're not even going to talk about the baseball team, hockey team, gymnastics. Like, we are killing it this year with conference titles. feel like yeah, we had yeah. last year to this year, I feel like we've had, yeah. like, 15 conference big teams. I'm a little, I'm a little upset at the women's softball team. Before I came on the show, they were down in Nebraska. And the and the two big head tournament for softball, they were down three to one at the top of the eighth. And I was not very happy with their performance. So uh I'll check in on that after the show. But let's go blue. You know what I'm go saying? Blue. We in a nice age of the blue them. Like it's the blue them. The blue dum. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, I love it. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm losing myself. Very gone back. Um, so it's down to predictions, bro. All right, so um, who do you got? How many games? Who's let's the just, you want to, Let's see. So there'll be what? How many games before we're back on next week? Uh, what? There's one Thursday, and then there'll be one Thursday, Friday. So there'll be one Saturday. So we'll be two games in because game three will be Sunday, right? Yeah. No, game three would be uh, Monday. Game now. three would be Monday. Yeah, Thursday, Saturday, Monday. No, it's Thursday, Sunday. 
Wow. Wednesday, Friday. Two days in between? Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday. So we'll have two games. So I think uh, Golden State, man, they so fickle, though, man. Like I told you. Remember the last time we was on, I was telling you that it would go another game because they would go in there and we do 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 do. I almost feel like that for the first game. I almost feel like the Celtics will mess around and get game one. We'll get game two, but we can easily win both games. But they just so unpredictable on how they're gonna show up. You just know for the series they're gonna win, in my opinion. But game to game and how it falls out, I oh man. I am going to still go. I'm gonna go with my first instinct. So my first instinct is Celtics win game one, Golden State win uh, game two. And I could be totally wrong. <laughs> so you're split one and one. Yes. Uncle Mark just went ahead and said Golden State six. <laughs> <laughs> but which one of those four? Which one of those two games? If the Celtics gonna win, that's the question. <laughs> just yeah. Um, so since I'm only allowed to do the first two games, right? It gets a little difficult, don't it? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and say Golden State. Two zero. It takes two zero. I think Golden State takes two zero. All right. We got it in the books. I'm gonna write it down because right now we're deuce. I got deuce. <laughs> Because the last time we bet, you took the last two games, so we even. <laughs> That's my tennis, my tennis talk, folks. Right. No, I know what deuces, son. It was for the other people. Oh. <laughs> the others. It's for the others. The others. So, um, all right. So, that's a good timing for us. So, there you got it. That's what you have it to stay the best. Oh, we got the last thing. The one good thought. Or no. This, the, what the hell are we doing? I, I remember now the eye of the storm. Uh, the eye of the storm for me, uh, I don't think we talked about it last time, last time we were on, but uh, definitely condolences for the kids that lost their lives in Texas and elementary school. Like, where are we at? I, I kind of follow or agree with uh, with Steve Kerr's. Like, what are we doing? Like, really, what are we doing? Like, I get it. I know there's no way in the world we'll be able to get rid of all the guns we have here in this country because we are so gun crazed. But I don't know if we need to start better home training. Like I don't see a lot of people talking about that. Like let's let's teach our kids the value of life. Like it, it's something like you don't know how hard and all the things that have to happen for life to be here, right? And for it to be taken out without any thoughts of any kind of rep you know nothing about it like it means nothing like we need to get back to that i don't know if it's through whatever religion or whatever meditation or whatever it is that you follow that helps you know compose your moral code but we need to get back to it man how about we just start caring about people man like let's do that that's your boy ele Everybody love everybody. Well, how right about words everybody Jackie disrespects Moe. everybody's right to live? Yes. <laughs> just, <laughs> yes. Disrespect my right. Yes. Disrespect <laughs> my right to be here. <laughs> there you have it. The one, the, oh, damn it, the eye of the storm. <laughs>
All right, now we go to the one good thing. What the hell did I got one good thing? The one good thing was my damn brisket. Lord <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that brisket was so damn good. Storm, since you so cool, I even had some of that big-ass brisket left over already pre-sliced. I could put it in a little plastic sandwich bag and write your name on it, bro. I got you. <laughs> Brisket's for you, son. That is the one good thing. <laughs> much love, son. Much love. <laughs> All right, everybody. There you have it. Uh, the State of Basketball has been love. Episode, what is it? Episode 55. Episode double nickel. That's what it is. So we're getting you ready for the conference finals. Uh, so we'll see you on Sunday. I'm pretty sure we'll see you on Sunday uh, for the recap. Or nope, we can't do so. We have to go Tuesday because we're doing two games. Right. Right. So there you have it. So uh, check What's out all coming of up shows. next? What's coming up next? What's coming up next is Super Kicking It with Steven at 6 o'clock. He's going to roll right in as soon as we hop off. So I'm catch you up with the latest wrestling news. I know there's a couple of pay-per-views coming up. So I'll keep you caught up. So all the other shows you want to check us out, hit us up on the website, www.bwsports.com. You can check us out on all social media platforms, YouTube, Everything, uh, Apple Music, SoundCloud, all this stuff. Check us out. So uh, for BW Sports 1, the State of Basketball, Big Storm, the one, we out. We'll holler. Woo! Yes! <laughs> <laughs>